enhance your smile. Call in with your questions now at 629-7970-927 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. So now let's get back to Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Doctor, good morning. Well, good morning. It's so good to be here talking to everybody. We, um, I spent last weekend in Dallas. It was amazing. It was our American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine, um, our annual meeting. And it was actually the first live meeting in three years. Last year's meeting was virtual. And, and those aren't the greatest. I'm sure many of you have like sat in on a lot of virtual conferences and um, work events that, you know, from your laptop in your living room, it's not the same dynamic. It is just not. And so it was so good to see colleagues and friends live. Um, you know, you just like want to hug them. It's this overflow of emotion. You've seen people on a laptop for three years and you haven't seen them in person. And this, these people are from all over the world. You know, these are national renowned speakers and you finally get to see them face to face. It's amazing. So that was, um, that was in, in Dallas. It was really fun. Um, it was just great. It was so educational, so up and coming, learning all the latest trends on, um, how to successfully treat people with sleep, sleep apnea. Uh, there's so many different new technologies out there and um, different studies that were released that talk about the efficacy of what we're doing in our practices every single day at Prairie Dental Group. We, um, we were concerned, you know, it all started basically because we started, this is several years ago, we were concerned about the overall health of our patients, which includes their sleep health. We realized quickly that um, you know many of our patients, like needlessly, they suffer from from dangerous sleep disruptive disorders. You know that keep them from getting enough oxygen at night. I mean, that's the really what it's all about. They're just not getting the oxygen when they're sleeping in the various sleep stages. So that puts them at risk for a lot of tragic things, really tragic things. It took. My why, it, my why was real personal. It was um, a patient of mine that I really got to know over the years. Um, you know, he was suffering with sleep apnea and he was going to um, go get a CPAP. He couldn't handle it. He didn't like it. He was going to get a sleep appliance. And that's where it ends. He was going to get one. Kept getting, He was going to get one. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. Kept telling me. And that's how I died. And um, so I became real aggressive with this in, in my own personal passions. I, I realized like, you know, the studies show the risk of heart attack is 23 times more likely than average when you have a sleep disorder. And 92% of the stroke victims live unknowingly with this condition before a heart attack or before a stroke attack. So our training allows, um, allows us to offer patients um, educational and... Um, various treatments and various options to help their sleep health in, in a very, I think, simple and cost-effective way because it's very inexpensive to get a sleep appliance when you compare it to a CPAP machine and all the monthly fees and assessments that you pay for the equipment and the maintenance and um, you know, the stipe, the, the monthly assessments every single month. So, you know, sleep appliance is a one-time fee and you use this for, we've had some last about five years. That's about the limit though. 
the materials wear they just do and you have to replace them every three to five years insurance usually has guidelines your medical insurance is what covers this and the medical insurance has a replacement option of every three to five years depending on the wear and tear depending on the type of appliance there's so many appliances now that we offer our patients and you know in Dallas we learned about even more up and coming appliances you know these these new lightweight nylon materials are easy they're comfortable um they're all digitally designed you know we at Prairie Dental Group have a digital scanner that we initially bought to make our crowns in the same day, which we've loved doing our Cirrhic crowns where people leave the office in one day with their crown in their mouth. It's fan, it's fantastic technology, but this very same scanner can scan your mouth for a sleep appliance. So that's amazing as well. So we digitally download these to our labs and pick our appliances online and then it gets shipped to us and we do the fittings for the patient and it just becomes a real success story from start to finish. And we are so happy to offer this service for our patients and we're learning more and more about this every day. We know that the studies show that more than 12 million people, um, their health is compromised due to obstructive sleep apnea. And those are outrageous numbers. Most cases remain undiagnosed and we see this all the time. We will meet a new patient and realize there's a problem because we see the airway is so constricted and we see that we ask a few questions and realize people are snoring and they're not functioning and they're tired during the day. And, you know, we see these undiagnosed cases and it contributes to diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, even as far as congestive heart failure. You know, we see so many traffic accidents related to drowsy driving statistically, and dentistry can serve a really vital role in treating the silent epidemic. And so even the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, they recommend now oral appliances as primary therapy for treating mild to moderate obstructive sleep apnea. Um, and even for patients with severe sleep apnea who can't tolerate the CPAP, because we all know CPAP is the gold standard. And for people that have a lot of health issues, they really need that CPAP. They need that oxygen pushed into their airway. And that's what the CPAP can do. It's, it's positive airway pressure. That's what the CPAP stands for, continuous positive airway pressure. So it's pushing oxygen into you while you sleep because it's perhaps just normal breathing is isn't enough oxygen. So the mouth appliance, you know, you're using your own airway. You're sleeping on your own. There's no extra oxygen coming in. It's just whatever you can do. And some people need more. They just do. So you you just step it up a notch and you you the CPAP delivers the oxygen to you. So there's all kinds of choices and it all depends on your medical situation and your doctor will tell us as dentists what they want us to do. We step in if an oral appliance is part of your treatment plan with your physician. And that's how we get involved in treating this. And and it's it's such a huge amount of your physician's patients that we were, you know, that the oral appliance that comes into factor a lot of times. It's gaining more and more and more popularity because people like them, they're comfortable and they work. We make sure they work. We do a sleep study with the mouth appliance in place to make sure we're getting the data that we're looking for so that your sleep apnea resolves.
And what's really unique about our practice is my partner, Dr. Ken Nadler, and I are diplomats in the Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. And that was our choice. We wanted to step up our education and our training a lot. We love doing this and we wanted to know more and more and more and more. And so we sought this out. After many courses, we realized that getting our diplomat status is where we need to be. And it was a lot of work. You know, we we are we have kids, we have lives, we're busy, and we had the pandemic. <laughs> So that was really crazy. So we did all these training courses and we it's the mastery track and we, we completed that. And we had this huge exam that we had to take an international exam that all the, the um, sleep dentists had to take at the same day. Ours was scheduled in May of 2020 and you can imagine that obviously did not happen. So we you know, finished our mastery classes. And then we were told that it was going to be in September. We were really worried about that because, you know, when you learn something, we thought all summer, our our facts and our education and our mind were those little things were going to ooze out. We'd forget things. So we wanted to take that exam right away. But we took it in September and we passed and we officially became diplomats. So we're really proud of that. It was a lot of work, but we realized how worth it it was. Um, it, it just allows us, the board certification just allows us to really um, be credentialed with different institutions so we can help more people, see more people, work with phys- even more physicians. So I would like to um, talk about what we do after the break and talk about the technology that we use in Prairie Sleep Center and how we work with your physician to make this happen. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSato, 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And we return now to Dr. Tanya DeSanto here on 92.7 WMAY. We were talking a little bit before the break about oral sleep apnea, um, and we wanted to talk about um, obstructive sleep apnea. I'm sorry. We wanted to talk about... Um, what it is, how it's diagnosed, and how it's treated in a nutshell for our our listening audience. And obstructive sleep apnea is a breathing disorder. It's characterized by brief interruptions of breathing when you're sleeping. It's due to a blockage in your airway. So these obstructions, they usually occur when your throat muscles or your tongue or your tonsils, even your soft palate falls back into your throat. So the obstruction results in like a very severe drop in your blood oxygen levels throughout the night. And it causes cessation of breathing, gasping, lack of oxygen, and we... We diagnose it, we treat it, we diagnose it, your physician diagnoses it, we just help in a, the physician team, we're the dentist in the team. We um, we as dentists will treat these things with an oral appliance, but the overall treatment of snoring and obstructive sleep apnea, it may involve things like surgery, um, CPAP or BiPAP machines, or an oral appliance, and that's where we step up. Oral appliances provide like the least invasive option, and it's often a really good choice for this treatment of moderate, you know, mild to moderate um, OSA, which is obstructive sleep apnea. That's what we always short term for it. And a carefully calibrated appliance can comfortably help hold the jaw in this precise position throughout the night. So what that does is allows this critical oxygen flow to happen. And, you know, I do a 
just a little exercise with patients when I'm explaining sleep apnea to people. You know, I'll have them breathe in normally with their mouth and their lips, you know, the lips closed. And then I have them extend their jaw forward with their lips closed. And then I have them breathe. And they can feel when they move their jaw forward, how their airway is wide open. You can feel that in a small little exercise. So that's what the oral appliance will do. And it's an amazing way to treat this. It's it's just really a game changer for so many people. And I'd like to briefly talk a little bit about how we diagnose it. Your physician is the one that has the diagnostic ability to make this happen with a sleep study. And we can look at those results and just see where you're falling into this treatment plan. We as dentists often use a lot of tools in our own practices. While we can't officially diagnose you, we can tell so much. We're going to know if there is an issue that needs to be further explored with your physician. So we use our technology called a pharyngometer. And this is a specifically designed tool. It uses sound waves to map out airway sizes. We love our pharyngometer. It provides a really quick indicator for like how much risk you're at for OSA. In a lot of cases, you know, a polysomnogram is going to be used. That's the sleep study that we talk about. We use that all the time. Those results are priceless. It's so valuable. And sometimes you can do that at home. Sometimes you go to a sleep lab and a specialist evaluates this, collects the data, distributes this data to the dentist and the physician. And we can use that data and really make things happen for people once we know where they're falling and what their their numbers are. Because numbers are everything. You know, it's an it's called an AHI number, and that tells us how severe your sleep apnea really is. But we, going back to what we do in our office, we love this pharyngometer because it just really lets us titrate um, your appliance. It lets lets us see your airway. Um, It just uses acoustic reflection technology. And it's just amazing. It's, um, it accurately maps out like the size and structure and collapsibility of your oral and your nasal airway. So this is, um, whether it's a pharyngometer or rhinometer, we love both of those. Orthodontists use them, ENT people use them, dentists use them. It's just an amazing tool. Um, we as sleep disorder dentists, we use the pharyngometer to screen patients prior to their diagnosis because it'll give us tools and data to refer back to the physician. We can map out, we can show them their graphs, show them, you know, their airway, talk about their clinical signs and symptoms. And we can tell them like that a narrow airway reading on the pharyngometer correlates to a higher apnea hypopnea index, which is the AHI number that oftentimes you hear about when you're when you're getting, you know, your sleep study work done. That's the number that gives us a lot of information on how severe, you know, your sleep apnea actually is. So once um, a diagnosis is is there, a pharyngometer helps us and it shows us how the airway changes in response to moving your lower jaw forward. So we can use our pharyngometer and manipulate your jaw 
and it's very non-invasive and it just shows us where your maximum opening really is. That big airway mark, that sweet spot that we're looking for that will let all of that oxygen go in and, and breathe in and get most, you know, we want the maximum amount of oxygen happening for you while you sleep at night. And, you know, we know that um, it also tells us maybe who wouldn't even benefit from oral appliances. You know, we want the oral appliance to work. And if we need to know where your airway is to make that work, it gives us data to make sure that if we're going to make an oral appliance for you, it's going to work. So it's displayed on easy to read graphs on a computer screen, and we can teach you what um, what we're looking at. So it just talks about the relationship between the cross-sectional area of your airway and the distance down your airway in centimeters. So there's a really clear relationship out there that exists between the existence of sleep apnea and a narrow airway, because that's what it's all about. You need a big airway to get a lot of air in. And if you don't have a big airway and your airway is really tiny, you're going to have problems. So this is why the pharyngometer is such an asset in every dental sleep practice. These sound waves are projected down the airway, reflected back out in such a way that the pharyngometer software can analyze and quantify changes in the airways with a cross-sectional area. And the great thing about it, it's minimally invasive. It takes about two minutes for my staff, you know, to help complete this. You sit in a chair, you hold this little tube upright. It literally takes two minutes and it's so valuable. It's probably the most important two minutes of what we do when we treat sleep apnea. So we use this all the time. We relate this data to our physicians and the teams that we work with. A lot of times, um, your pulmonologists, they don't have access to pharyngometers. They use a sleep study as their um, their rock. And that's you have to have that. That is so important. But I think the more tools in your basket, the better outcome from the patient. So while a sleep study is really great for diagnosing sleep apnea, a pharyngometer is used to get the best outcome for your oral appliance. So we can tell with a pharyngometer if sleep apnea is present or not just from the, the airway, but we use this pharyngometer to really find that perfect position for your oral appliance so that when it's time to go for your home sleep study with your oral appliance in place, we know those numbers are going to be hugely improved from that original sleep study. And we don't even need the numbers to show us that because you're going to know it. We know, we already know how successful it is by how the patients are feeling. They're so, they're just, they're so grateful because they feel so much better. So we know those results, we know what they're going to be before they even go to get that sleep study done just because They've just turned their lives around and they just feel so much better. So in a nutshell, that's what we're doing at Prairie Sleep Center, which is part of Prairie Dental Group. And we're happy to answer questions or see you as a consultation. And we're at 217-546-0412. Thank you so much for having me. 
And be sure to check out Dr. Tanya DeSanto and the Prairie Dental Group each Saturday morning here on Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on 92.7 WMAY. Stay tuned. We've got Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment coming your way next. And again, our forecast with showers and storms off and on today and again tonight, but drying off tomorrow and a beautiful Sunday and Monday ahead of us before rain returns on Tuesday. Full forecast details and a check of